We can, gonna fire up, I'm going to fire up my Nintendo when I get home yeah. and put in my I, original. I have, so just, I have the SNES. Get on my Power Glove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have a Power Glove. I've got the SNES uh, Classic, and I still play A Link to the Past. I'm in the middle of... That was like, the best Zelda game. Best Zelda game. So, yeah. coming back to the beer, yes, right. I, I, I think... <laughs> this week, we sit down with Chuck Patella of Howard Street Brewing. This is episode 102 of The Malting Hour. What's the hats on the hops, guy, yeast, and speech? This the molten hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The molten hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And to my right, Danny Polly. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? Nice. It was fun driving in with you. Yes. yes. It made me stop and get you a breakfast sandwich. I did. It was delicious. Hey, Brandon, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Well, we are here at, where are we? We're not in Evanston. Um, Rogers Park. Whew, dude. I, Close to Evanston. I probably, I probably should have. Woken up a little bit more before I, I did this, but Maybe we should have gotten coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I drink coffee on the way here, but I here we are it. now on our first beer of the day. We're here at Rogers Park, and we are joined with uh, I am Chuck Patella from Howard Street Brewing Company. We are sitting in Howard Street Brewing. Thank you for uh, allowing us to come in today and and wanting to be on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Um, we're we're excited about coming out here. Um, you and I met. Uh, this is uh, going to be another thank you to my, my buddy Joe, or our, our friend Joe Steigerwald, who uh, you know, works for Crushed by Giants and Dry Hop and Corridor. I always forget Corridor. <laughs> uh, he needed a volunteer or some volunteers to help pour beer at the Friday night flights. And I volunteered, came out there. It was a great time. And Chuck, that's where I met you, man. Uh, he was towards the... It was towards the end of the night. Yeah, I was feeling pretty good. Yeah, we were we were getting into some beers yeah, at that yeah. point for sure. It was, it was it was fun, and we got to we got to talking and learned a little bit about you then. But uh, why don't you give us uh, you know the story about you and Howard Street and how it came to be? Sure. Um, so I was an avid home brewer for ten to fifteen years, I'd say somewhere in there. Um, so it really all started. I used to go to Rock Bottom after work. So, a lot um, of stories start with Rock yeah. Bottom. <laughs> uh, me and this English guy would go over to Rock Bottom and we would spend way too much time there because uh, our, our building was right across the street. So that's really kind of what got me into craft beer. And then he wound up having a place in Michigan, so we would do all these trips. So we would start at Rock Bottom, we'd go down to Flossmoor Station, then we would go to Three Floyds, then we would stop at Shoreline, then we would go to his cabin. And then we would go to Kalamazoo. Oh, wow. And, like, just make a weekend out of the whole thing. That's uh, very similar to... It all just starts at Rock Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. The other... Uh, go to Rock Bottom and end up other... in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's similar to what uh, one of the other hosts, Clark, and I do. He's, he's got a cabin or a home up there in, in, in uh, Michigan, and he and I will do a trip like that. These guys are going to experience this summer coming up because... I'll tell you guys after my off off mic, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we get murdered. Uh, what part of Michigan? Uh, St. Joe's. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great little town. That's awesome. Well, because yeah. you, you mentioned Shoreline, and my wife and I went. Uh, we stayed in Michigan City, 
uh, for our anniversary two years ago. We, I, everybody thought I was going to murder her because I found like this secluded like Airbnb, like in the woods, and it was awesome. It was a very nice place. I didn't murder her. Um, <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we stopped at Shoreline, and one of the things I really like about Shoreline, uh, I throw it out there, their fried pickles is yeah. a giant fried pickle spear. And I had a barrel-aged beer that was also very good there. Uh, but anyway, sorry. I have Please. been there, too. Oh, really? Also, yeah. Because oh, cool. my cousin has a cabin in uh, Michigan, and they're in South Haven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So Everyone's we, got cabins in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Not me, but I wish. Mm. One day. You know somebody. It's we'll have a multi-hour cabin. Ooh. Oh, okay. nice. You want to help us set up a prairie there? The new melting in our studios. We'll set up a one barrel yeah. system in there and just like it. rock it out. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I eventually just started um, going to more and breweries and reading all the books and doing all the stuff. Um, I would, you know, I'd, I'd try to get into the back rooms of all the breweries that I made it to every time I could uh, and just really studied the craft real hard. Um, and then eventually decided that I was going to do this, and uh, I haven't looked back. Nice. So that's good. Yeah. Well, when did you guys, when did you guys officially open up? We opened Memorial Day weekend of 2022 this year, so we've oh, been right open on. for oh, about wow. six months. And awesome. I know you guys, this has been in the planning for a while, so when did you like get the ball rolling with this? Uh, we filed our LLC in 2019. Oh, yeah. shit. Like, it took forever. <laughs> um, there was a lot of construction issues. Um, you know, one of our investors, he'll never listen to this. One of our investors, like, <laughs> chose terrible people to uh, work on this place. And okay. it was exhausting. During one of the inspections, the electrician came in and was like, you're going to have a fire. And, like, the, I'll pass you, but, like, just know that it's real crap. And I was like, all right, we'll <laughs> fix a few things. Yeah. Um, Nobody wants a fire. No, no. It's not what I want at all. Um, and, uh, you know, just getting everything built out. And we built a lot of this ourselves, like, we built this whole bar ourselves and the sign, um, the main, just, we had a fire wall issue and like things were just terrible for a while, but we got through it. You know, it just took a long time. <laughs> nice. See so you guys, you guys have a, a sign over here. Thank you for everyone to support the crowdfunding, crowdfunding campaign. It looks like there's a lot of names, so it seems like you got a lot of backing from the community and everything. Yeah, we did. Um, I think we had about 80 people, um, that, that donated to us. Um, so the factory theater, the reason that I'm here in this location is my wife is the co-artistic for the factory, nice. co-artistic director for the factory theater next door. Nice. Uh, and she actually is writing a play that's going up in February, which we're, we're all really excited about. But, um, you know, here I, I used to bring my homebrews over there and then eventually the kegs just started being empty. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe there's a market here yeah. for, for this kind of thing. Um, and it's worked out great. Um, so we're actually connected through that back hallway so we can actually give people plastic cups and they can oh, that's go see cool. the show. Nice. And then it's just like beer for the beer for the play. So, yeah, um, they, we raised about $10,000 through that campaign. And they all went to that all went to our fermenters. So we have. Five SS Brewtech fermenters down in the basement. Oh, nice. So we have. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, where, because I'm I, walking in, I'm like, wow, that's, that's not a lot of space. Where is everything happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the brew kettle, like the brew house is up here, and the bright tanks are right there, and then we have the, the walk in. 
but most of the stuff happens downstairs in the dark, dingy basement. Cool. Oh, just like most homebrewers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> Which I think that's what you and I, we, we talked about that at the Friday Night Flights. Uh, I don't remember what beer it was that I had there. It was an IPA. And I think it was the Rogers Proud. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I think I was like, you know, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. It reminds me of Zombie Dust a bit. And, and you had said that it was like pretty much the same like hot profile and it was kind of an inspiration, especially with home brewing that that beer was kind of... And, and now when you're, you know, mentioned your stories of going up to Michigan and stopping it at was you know, three Floyds. Pale right. Ale or an IPA? Uh, well, I mean... It's a, it was a Pale <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, it's... <laughs> Let's that was more of a zombie dust joke, sorry. <laughs> we got it, we got it. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I think Gumball Head actually was the beer that really opened up. Yeah, that's what we talked yeah. about uh, as well, yeah. I just, that, that hop profile was just amazing to me at that time. Those beers, I mean, still have a very special place in my heart. Granted, they are now more readily available, I mean, which I think is cool. It's, it's, but man, there's a lot, of, a lot of beer out there right now, so. Yeah. Uh, so we're drinking. What are we all drinking here? Uh, I'm gonna. I'll start with what I'm. What I'm having. I'm. I'm drinking a, a cat named Poodle, which, as you have said, is named after your cat named Poodle. Correct. It's it's a fantastic uh, IPA, by the nice. way. Nice. Thank you very what, much. What what hops did you use? Uh, Citric and Mosaic. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's that's what we really did. Like that was the combo. first time we've. I. You know, we've been open for six months. You know, we have an IPA where we're using mostly like Centennial and and um, Cascade and Amarillo, but this is the first time we we did the citra mosaic because it was time. It nice. Was time to, well, I mean, to do yeah. That. I mean, I mean, like with the other IPA that you're talking about, using you know Centennial and, and Amarillo, and that those are like you know classic. Classic. Those are the hops. old school. Yeah, hops. old school hops there. Which is funny because I remember when I home brewing when I discovered Amarillo, I was like everything I was going to do like an Amarillo pale ale, you know, an IPA, just all Amarillo. Uh, my brother-in-law, I think, did a Amarillo wheat beer. Called it Amarillo Slim or something like that. It was very good. Nice. Uh, but this is this is that would this is a nice. Uh, Dan had said, you know, it looks like it, it's it's malty and it is. There's a nice sweetness to it. I like the the hop profile in here, man. It's really tasty. Nice. Thank really, you really very good. Much. Dan, I have the Stick 'Em Up Alt Beer, and um, it is also very delicious. I told Tony as soon as I smelled it, it smells like a brewery. Like I, I just like love like the malt smell of it. Um, that's very good. You get I get a little bit of like a fruit character on it, which I don't know if it's like. I think that's the from yeast the or... yeast. Yeah, I think because the alt beer is uh, it's fermented a little lower than normal ale temperatures, um, so I feel like the yeast did something there to bring out that that sort yeah. Of fruity it's very and it's very like subtle. It's very good. I don't mean to say it's like overpowering with it, but I do love like just like the smell of it and the taste of it. I love alt beer, so nice. it's, it's a good one. Nice, it's, thank you. I. I I took, I dipped my nose in this beer and I smelled it. Yeah, it smells like uh, a brew day, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like when the wort is done, uh, it, it's, I, it's really good. Nice. I like it. I'm going to try some of Dan's when he's not looking. Brandon, what are you sipping on? I am drinking the Pale Moonlight Belgian Strong. <laughs> it's an advertisement. We're not doing ads right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. I'll so take my, any advertising you want to do. Um, I don't think we were recording at the time. Um, I had mentioned... Um, so at the at end of every year, we do our own little award ceremony um, where we kind of talk about our favorite beers of the year. It's called the Maltese. Um, I have a resolution. Uh, we all come up with like, what you know, what's your beer resolution for the new year? Um, and mine this year was to drink more Belgians. Nice. Um, and this kind of hits all the all the notes that I like in Belgian beers. 
um, getting like it's not so much banana. It's like it, it's it's in there, but the maltiness and um, there's like some clove and there's some um, what's that other. Like I'm like and I can't. What's the other? I can't remember the word I was thinking. It of. is just so everybody knows. It's this is like it's 10:45, almost yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all it's getting Sunday morning. It. Everyone's a little foggy. It's um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, regardless, I mean, for uh, I, I love Belgian beers, and this this is this is perfect uh, for for what I like. It, it it is like when we did we peeked in when we were outside uh, at the what you have on tap here, and you cover a wide variety of styles and there's no repeats which yeah. is nice yeah it's nice not to see like five ipas yeah, yeah. Five, five hazy ipas yeah and that's you know that's that's a focus and i think I, I think we take a little bit of a hit for that honestly sure um i can see that but you know i don't want to i don't want to just brew a bunch of the same beer like i yeah. don't want to do that um yeah. i, I think Right. Yeah. I mean, it, that it just gets old and stale. And I mean, for the brewer, I would say not so much. I mean, you're, you know, there's an audience for IPAs everywhere. But like, if I walk into a place and it's all IPAs, I'm less likely to stick around longer and drink yeah. something. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm. I could see if there was like, you know, you you have two IPAs. You have the yep. IPA and a hazy IPA. Yep. I feel like that should be enough. When we when we were at Double Clutch in Evanston, we were talking about uh, what their Hazy Coop, little Hazy Coop, or whatever. Yeah, I know. I thought maybe the bear. Their one Hazy IPA that they they made because they were, ah, uh, fuck. Well, I forget. I forget the story, but it was like, gotta have a Hazy on, and more or less he felt yeah. strong armed to do it. Yes, he yeah. Did yeah. Hazy yeah. IPA. And, and it's funny because in the description it says Hazy IPA, and all their other beers, you know, being German styles, there's like these full long description. It's so funny, but it is one of the beers that. So they sell a lot yeah. of, you know, yeah. even though they are their primary focus. I mean, they won awards, you know, for their German styles. They had to have it. So, I mean, you do have, I mean, having two IPAs, one being a regular, one being a hazy, it should be, it should be enough. But I mean, you got a Pils, the Saison, and you're drinking the, the, the Raz Berliner. Yeah. All beer, ESB beer, uh, the Belgian Strong. It's Vienna. A, oh, yeah. The, oh, I missed, how did I miss that? To the top. Oh, yeah, that's that's why. Oh, because I saw Eris. Eris is pedestrian. Yeah, and then we always there. have a... We don't make cider here. Sure. I'm not even going to pretend like I know how to do that. <laughs> um, so, you know, we always have an Eris cider on tap, whether it's a pedestrian or the Gigi or something, because they're amazing. Yeah, I was well, there and now it makes, last weekend. As I say, now it makes... Oh, oh, we were supposed to go. We didn't. Uh, now it makes sense why Eris would be here as we spoke about where we all live. So now... Yeah. <laughs> pretty far out for Eris. Like, I'll have them out here. Uh, how is... So the, the Berliner that you're having, because you're having a Berliner. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, so this was, uh, this was our first beer that we added fruit puree to, which we were super excited to try and figure out. Um... And it's, it's worked out great. Uh, we've only done, this was also the first time that we added um, lactobacillus outside, because we're on such a small one barrel system. When we would do our mango sour, we would actually buy probiotic from Whole Foods. There you go. So a mango That's how probiotic. I made my sour, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, um, still the home brew here. I like yeah, that. right? I like that a lot. Um, but that is not cost effective no and, <laughs> uh, you know we uh I, I tried to talk to that company and see if they could do like a bulk order of all that stuff and they were like no we don't do that no. i was like okay well time to adult a little so. bit uh <laughs> let's put on my big boy brewing pants and uh so we added the lacto and then um 
it soured real nice, and then we just added um, like a pail of, of raspberry f- fruit puree. Um, it's and a it's, beautiful color. It's yeah. it's pretty. It tastes amazing. It's like a Sour Patch Kid in your mouth. I'm going to have to like, have a so sample good. of that. And it's only like 3.8%. Like, it's nice and easy. That's the best thing about Berliners. You yeah. Know? Great flavor and uh, low alcohol. You can, drink yeah. you can drink those all day, maybe like on a hot summer day when you're sitting <laughs> in your yard, you know? No, yeah, okay. yeah. Totally. <laughs> by the by the no, that's, that's in the, the, the malting hour yeah. cabin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the official malting hour cabin <laughs> beer. Boy, we better get started on this cabin. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're investing a lot into this just in this one episode. Uh, so, with the with the community here and like sort of what what sells the most for you guys? Like, what do you, what do you, what kind of response have you guys seen for? It's been awesome. So we are you know package pig is right up the road, mm-hmm. um, but they are in Evanston. So we really are. The, the most northern brewery in Chicago. Um, and this neighborhood is was desperate for something like this. Um, there was a restaurant up the street, like a few doors down, that, that tried to do something like this. Um, I don't think they were beer focused enough and it didn't that model didn't really work for them. Um, very nice, nice people. Um, but my focus here was was really to hire incredibly smart bartenders that know exactly what they're doing and, and how to help people understand beer more like that was a big focus for me because i think when you're running a brewery there's a lot of people that come in that don't know anything about it mm-hmm. there's a guy that we have who has now become a regular that only drank Miller light with a shot of whiskey whoa and now he comes here and he tries all the beers and he comes here like twice a week and he loves it so much that's great nice. and it was just like seeing that sort of conversion in him really it's, appreciating yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it was really cool so the neighborhood response has been awesome um, what sold the most recently is our Dark Link Stout. It's gone because we're on a one barrel. We actually just brewed it at Sketchbook on their seven barrel. Ah, so we have right. 7.4 barrels of that going over there um, because it sold super fast. Oh. Like it sold out really quickly. It's funny to know that like a stout is, yeah. is what was, was going for you. Yeah. Right yeah. It's, it's been a little it's chilly. It's, I mean, it's, that, it's that time of year. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I, so I... I so, not really getting to talk to anybody who's recently opened a brewery. Like, what is it like trying to find people to work? Like, you were, you mentioned that you you were trying to find a good bartenders that knew their stuff. How do you go about that? Do you, are you like posting on like? I went. I posted. Websites? So Melissa is our head bartender, and she works most days that we're open. Um, she came in. She was at Tapville Social in uh, Evanston. And uh, she just came in one day, and I put something on culinary agents, and she saw it, and she came in, and, like, it was a match immediately. She had the Pilsner, and she was like, I would love to work here. That's awesome. I was like, all right, wow. great. That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then there's, you, you, I mean, you have to pay your people what they're worth, too. Yeah. I think that's a huge yes. part of it. And we don't have turnover. You know, we've only been here for six months, but nobody's left yet. And yeah. I, I that's, think that's something. Yeah, that's good. Um, because I firmly believe that, you know, you have to pay people what they're worth and what they deserve. Um, and that, I, I think that's, the industry is missing that in some places, I feel sure. like. And I think that's why there's a lot of turnover. Everywhere, I feel like that's kind of getting missed. And I feel like, not to get, you know, into politics, and I'm not, you know, one side I'll, or the I'll other. Get it. I'll talk about whatever you <laughs> want. That's off my, that's <laughs> off my. Uh, But, you know, I do think that we're seeing more of that, obviously, in, in all sorts of, of of industries where pay is being, you know, needs to come up more to, to what people are doing and people need to be paid 
for what they're doing, and instead of it just being like, well, this is what you're getting offered because that's what I'm giving you. Right. You know. Right. You paid for what you're worth, and so yeah. that's cool to hear. It, does, it feels, yeah, no, like the social hour, but it's like, yeah. like a generational Absolutely. change. From, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. And instead of accepting just what you're being handed, it's asking for and, and requiring what you deserve yeah. yeah and that's how it should be and yeah. i work um so i have a full-time job in, in the tech industry because um, this place isn't quite there yet um but the the technology culture i think is is you have to be good to people and you have to pay people well or you won't be able to hire anybody, right right so, so, so i i think coming from that culture has been really beneficial for me to understand how i want to run this place Right, like I want that open culture. Like, I want everybody friendly. I want, I just want a super healthy work environment. Right, and I think the tech industry has to do that, or they, or they'll fail. Yeah, uh, that is. I'm in the manufacturing uh, industry, and that is something that I can say <clears throat> that my actual job is doing that, and it's 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 awesome to see. And it's a, it's a family-owned business that is. Is somewhat bigger, but it's 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 nice to be a part of a company that recognizes that. So yeah, I think right? it, needs to, it needs to happen in every industry, and it's cool that you're implementing that here in your own business while, you know, wanting it for your other job. Way to go on two jobs, by the way. We're running a business uh, and uh, two kids. And oh yeah, that too. And a wife and that's another. No, job no, no, as it's well. cool. I wow. don't need sleep. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what? do you sleep? Do you ever take a break? Um, no. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's always something to do. That's for awesome. Sure. But I make sure to like, you know, I make sure to go play football outside with my, my son and play video games with my daughter. And like, I definitely try to make time and make time for my wife. And, but it's just hard. Well, it's a good thing to have, I was gonna say, it's a good thing to have a good team around you so you're, you feel comfortable delegating things and that type of thing to open yourself up that way. But. Yeah, uh, I was talking to somebody last night and they were like, you're not there. Like you're letting, you're not watching. And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I hired the right people. I hired the right people, so yeah. I don't have to worry about it. They're incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's nice, and that that's a good feeling. And plus, like you said, your wife is, is next door as yeah. well, right? So, yeah. do you guys get a chance to see each other often because of that? Well, he's uh, got a full time job. I'm just saying. Well, we both work Jesus. from home, so oh, nice. we we see each other all day. Yeah, right? Dan, like, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, if she's here, I have to be home though. Because of the mm. kids, yeah. Because we have a, we have an eleven year old and a seven year old, so they can watch themselves. They're fine. Uh, not my daughter. No, no, no. She's oh. a hot mess. So. <laughs> <laughs> my son would be fine. <laughs> she fell down the stairs yesterday. She's got like this giant. She's just a disaster. Wow, good for her. Is she the eleven or the seven? She's the seven year old. Okay. Yeah, I, she's amazing. She sounds amazing. like a little badass. I mean, fine. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Being there when like we it. had our first one. People were like, this is not normal. Like, Eugene is such a perfect, amazing <laughs> child. And everybody's like, that's not. That's not That's not a happens. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we found out with Georgia that, oh, yes, here we go. That's, there it is. <laughs> well, I think we're probably at the halfway point. Got to be pretty close. My yep. internal clock is telling me so. So we're going to take a quick break. And uh, we'll come back and talk about the future and what's, uh, what else is going on here. So Nice.
Yeah, we should probably get going. Oh, yeah. That's right. Forgot. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good, good, uh, good, good segue there, Brandon. I'm glad you thought of that um, because I did forget that we are uh, in a place that is going to be open up and doing business soon. We should probably let Chuck finish his Sorry. Um, no, no, you're okay. <laughs> I, want to, I want to make sure that you're done. That was, that was sketchbook. So I'm cor- we're oh. going over there to push water around today to get more familiar Ooh, with the Push system. water. Hey. <laughs> hey uh, guys, let you me guys, touch your water. You are you guys going to the Evanston or the Skokie? Evanston. Evanston. So they uh, they let us. We're renting out the Seven Barrel Brew House from them. Oh, nice. Um, so we can start our distribution network. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, which speak, is a good segue. Yeah. Speaking of segue. Just, okay, right. Dan, why don't you go ahead and get that question then? Well, no, go ahead. No, no, please, Dan. No, no. All right, so yeah, you guys are going to be distributing. So obviously now we know you're going to be um, brewing out of Sketchbook. And um, what's the plan? Are you thinking like cans, bottles? you guys have your lineup set? Yeah, we have our flagships that we know that we're going to be doing over there. We have six beers that we're going to be doing over there. We're going to be doing the Dark Link Stout, the Rogers Proud Pale, the Red Rye PA, Red Rye Redemption. Um, yeah, see, I, I know exactly what I got that reference. I'm yeah. almost done with the game. Nice. The prologue. I had to stop. Again, uh, like, I don't have time for anything fun anymore. That, that, that game, though, I mean, side note here, totally nerdy. Like, someone, I was I'm part of a dad gaming group on Facebook. That's amazing. It's very supportive of dads <laughs> playing video games. I love it's, it. It's, 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 it's the most positive group I've ever been a part of. It's less toxic than any beer group I've ever been a part of. No one shits on anybody for anything. That's but someone awesome. had posted about, like, finally going to start Red Dead. And I was like, Congratulations on losing all of your free time because it really is like a time sucker in the best way. It's a great yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I started playing, um, what's the Dark Souls style game? I know, uh, yes, I, I know a Valhalla game. Valhalla or Valheim or... It's a fucking I can't remember difficult now. Game. Yeah. yeah, I played that game for three hours and I realized what it was going to be. And yeah. I was like, nope, can't do it. I cannot do this. Like, See you no in five way. years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Destiny, Destiny and Destiny 2 were my, this is all I do for a living. Well, that was why I was able to play Madden, and I'm not even like a huge Madden fan, but I realized it was a game that's easy to get into and be like, okay, I played a football game, I can stop. The same thing with the NHL yeah. games. Like, like oh, I'm, I can start a season, I can come back two years from now, and I right. can just pick up the season. Wait, sorry, you were talking about your flagship beers? Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about video games all day long. That's uh, another podcast. Uh, yeah, so Dark Link, Roger's Proud, uh, Snappy Comeback. And better late than never, and this is what happens, Larry. So nice. that's going to be our our distribution beers. We're starting with Dark Link. That we brewed that there on Thursday, so that's fermenting nicely, from what I hear. I haven't been over there yet. We'll Wait, see it today. Real quick, gonna get nerdy. Sorry, one more. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Are you gonna say what I'm gonna say? I just put together what the stout's name is as being Dark Link. Sorry. Oh, uh, yes, no, that's sorry. not. No, that's not. But the Dark Link, it's a Legend of Zelda. It is uh, reference. <clears throat> I need to let my brother-in-law know that Mike, um, because his son has just fallen in love with the Zelda games. Because so they're like, amazing. I, I'm probably going to get a Switch at some point. Yeah. Sometime uh, in my later Breath of life. the Wild, I played it with my son. It was amazing, dude. It was I, so that's, much fun. That was a bonding. Okay. Sorry. We can, I'm going to fire up my Nintendo when I get home yeah. and put in my I, original I have, I, just I have the SNES. Get on my Power Glove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have a Power Glove. I've got the SNES uh, Classic, and I still play A Link to the Past. I'm in the middle of... That was like, the best Zelda game. Best Zelda game. So, coming back to the beer, yes, and yes. I, I, I think, <laughs> and this, but this is going on the name the naming thing. Uh, this is what happens, Larry. Is this a reference? This is a movie reference? It is. Yes. I, okay. Do you guys know what movie? No. 
The Big Lebowski. Ah, that this makes is what sense. happens, Larry, that when you fuck it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Or uh, it's, uh, <laughs> when they do it on TV, it's uh, find a stranger in the Alps. Find a stranger it, in the Alps. Yeah. This is what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps. Well, I have a hard time of not relating something when I see Larry to Larry David. So right away, my brain was like a curve. See, I thought you were going to go leisure suit, Larry. I also Going thought about that. I also <laughs> thought about that. We got to talk about Coming full circle. Off, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> so the... All right. Yeah, sorry, Dan. I know. It's from like 86. I, it's okay. <laughs> I know the leisure suit Larry thing. <laughs> the CR games were a whole... Oh, my God. The whole important King's part of my Quest. life. Yeah, so yeah, much yeah, fun. Yeah. Oh, God. You guys want to take a break with <laughs> Chuck and I will talk about video <laughs> games. Um, so, okay. So Dark Link. I'm sorry. Obviously, that's... Yeah. So is there... Like, are they... So obviously there's an order to what's coming out. Dark Link going to be... We're, we started with Dark Link because there's no dry hopping and we wanted to just... No, get it out. Get it out and see what that does. Um, and that's the one that's also been selling the most right now. So um, we do have it. We did distribute Sixtals to uh, our public house and to Jarvis Square Tavern. Cool. Which are local Roger Park bars. So they did buy a couple of things. They actually have our English IPA Keeper um, on tap now, and we're out of it here, so I can't wait oh, wow. to go over there and, and drink it again, because <laughs> nice. it was really good. So you guys are uh, self-destroying then? Yeah, we're going to do yeah. self-destro for a while, yeah. uh, until I collapse, <laughs> and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I got the job at, like, in fact, I was delivering beer to, like, Benny's and other places all day long. I would start at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning and come back to the brewery close to, like, 3 or 4, Yep. and if... There was a, like I said, the bottling day. It was like I was done at 12, but, oh, man. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I don't even know how I'm going to do it with the job. Like, I'm going to be taking meetings in a car. Yeah. Like, in a van, right? Like, I'll be doing my meetings from the van. Perfect. Um, It'll be fine. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to start with kegs and bars, and we're going to see what we can do here and in Evanston. We're going to try to capture this little area and Mm -hmm. see if we can distribute those kegs there. Um... I do have a, a few friends that work at a few bars, so uh, we're going to be okay to start, and then we'll figure out how to grow it and, and see what happens. Next after that would be canning, okay. for sure. Cool. And, uh, yeah, Sketchbook, I don't know, do they have the canning line at the, at the Evanston location? So, yeah, so basically, I mean, at Skokie, they just bought yeah. giant, like, yeah. they bought a 20 barrel, and that's Skokie knew everything, so awesome. and, like, it's amazing. I haven't it's been beautiful. there yet, but I know. Really? Is no, the one we went to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were there for we were there a couple times. We were there for Mike's, Mike's birthday, birthday, and yeah. then I went there for Oktoberfest this year. Which is oh yeah, 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 nice. And they had a ton of bands and like yeah. that space is awesome. It's so cool. And they food people like I'd say food trucks, but they actually just have like pop ups inside the bar. There's yeah, like the rotating inside. kitchen. Yeah, yeah, rotating kitchen exactly. Yeah. And the for Oktoberfest, they had stuff outside from I forget the name of it, but they have know, some some. Deli hot dog place. It was yeah. really good. It was awesome. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they do. There is a disassembled canning line over there at the Evanston location, um, and they I do have a labeler in one of the rooms too. So um, I was talking to Caesar about that, and you know maybe renting that from them or doing mobile canning for a little while. Yeah. Um, you know I don't know. We'll yeah, figure it like out. Like when that. Yeah, when that time comes. That's, yeah, it's uh, exciting. Yeah. And Caesar is an awesome guy. He's amazing. He's someone else I met through doing beer festivals. So yeah. Super well, cool. he recently got voted on to the yeah, I saw that. Craft Brewers uh, Guild, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Uh, super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I met when Sketchbook first opened. I actually have one of their original, like, small tap handles. It was, like, just a circle that they made. Um, and they had left. 
uh, this festival and it was still there and I was like, well, I'm not just gonna leave it here. There's like, there's not even a threading inside. It's just wood. They just literally just twist it on. Uh-huh. And it's like eating away the wood and I just, I left it because I'm like, that's a piece of like, you know, and it's, it's got true. the old logo on it too, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. I, so I, before I moved to Portage Park, I lived in Andersonville. So like when Sketchbook opened, that was like the closest craft yeah. brewery at the time. There was like another one that closed for, it was like something to do with dogs. I can't even remember, but it's like, it was open for a short time. Their hazy IPA was the first IPA, a hazy IPA I think that I tried that I was like, oh shit, I like hazy IPAs. Uh-huh. What the fuck, what's the name of that? Uh, uh, something about low clearance or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Something about, yeah. Yeah, low clearance. Was, yeah, low clearance yeah. I think is what it's called. It's very good. Yeah. Their beers are awesome. Their beers are awesome, and they are, they really are amazing people. So they came in here the weekend we opened. They all came over. I was going to ask, a lot of the stories that we've heard in, well, mainly, I mean, throughout the whole Chicagoland area, but with Double Clutch, they had a lot of support from Temperance and they had the support from Sketchbook and guys like that. So how, how was it for you guys? Like you were saying, they opened up like Sketchbook came. Uh, everybody, you know, we've had some people from Alarmist in here, some people from Goose Island, like everybody is just so Hopefully not Gary. Nice. What's up? Yeah, so hopefully it, not Gary. Gary. We got people. Oh, no, 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 we haven't had Gary come in. We got people walking in. <laughs> um, What's okay. up? Oh, yeah, we're just doing a little Your podcast. Friend. No, it's okay. totally fine. This is my Welcome. Hey, I'm Chuck. Nice to meet you. Uh, come on in. You're fine. Hey, you guys, all right? Um, I'm going to leave this in. No, you're here. Now you have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JW, everybody. Everybody. JW. Hey, JW. Uh, hey, JW. Go this pack. This is one of the awesome bartenders Shut that we have. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> that shows up in his Packers gear on Sunday. Yeah. And I actually really respect it. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, good job on the win last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the community has been so amazingly helpful and responsive. Like, Caesar, basically, we're getting, like, a master's level course on how to scale up to a seven barrel. That's awesome. Because he knows everything that he did wrong, right? And he's helping us just scale our recipes and use the system and teach us everything. And we're brewing with Eric, who used to brew at Haymarket. Um, he's the head brewer over there and like everybody has just been so friendly. Dan over there is awesome. He comes in every now and again. Um, they're all, it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a good, good experience to have, you know, friends in the, in the game. And I think that's what, you know, out of all the years of homebrewing and then going to events and like hanging out with brewers and stuff, like everybody's just always so helpful and friendly. It's, yeah. it's an incredible industry like it's just how willing people are to help and talk and hang out and do podcasts and talk about beer like it's such a fun that's one of the things that sort of drew me into craft beer when i started getting into it because it just seemed like it was such like a communal group so it was like every i mean it was like so great to hear the stories about oh yeah this brewery is opening like let's invite them to teach them something or like in your case to upscale and use their system so it's like it's the cool community. So yes, yeah. are you saying that you you found out that if you drink, people will be your friend? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, so question. So, based uh, on the location, you're the northernmost brewery in Chicago. We're li- literally Evanston is across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, what was you know, I, you know, you had the idea to do this. Was this always the area that you were looking into, or was it? You know, did you look into other places? Yeah, so we actually, I I was going uh, for a much grander uh, place, right? Like, I was trying to do something that would have been around, like, $500,000 to a million dollars. Couldn't get the funding for it. Um, 
because it turns out they don't want to just give money to like people who work in tech. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, there was a place, I've always looked like north for sure um, because there's no breweries up here really. Yeah. Uh, you have Evanston, but like even Edgewater doesn't have a brewery. And there's some great bars in Edgewater, like Beard and Belly. Yeah. They're which is which is surprising. Like you'd feel like at this point now, how many breweries we have in Chicago, the Chicagoland area, there would be one in just about every neighborhood. Right. Right. And I think that's where it's getting to. Yeah. Like I think it's going that direction, especially with the closures that have been kind of happening yeah. around the industry, which totally sucks. Um, you know, I, I think we're in a really good position to start as small as we are and then try to build the brand around what we're, where we're going. It feels I, like you have to do it that way, like grassroots yeah. sort of growing. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Like this, I love the size of this place. And I, I don't know how to describe it to anybody uh, listening. It's it's, it's thirty seven. We got thirty seven yeah. seats, right? It's like, small. Yeah, it's small, but like in the best way possible, where it's like you could you could fill this place up, and but it's still comfortable. And I feel like this. If if I if I right now if I were to start a brewery, this is the size that I would want, and I want to go this route because. I feel like number one, it's the safest. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, buy enough more, you could chew. But I mean, again, going back to like how many beers you guys have on tap, location. You mean you're right by the Howard stop. Yeah, uh, the, the that's a like, red line for you folks. Maybe not. What right folks? Here. What are you talking about? The folks that don't live here, they don't Maybe. even know what the other color lines CTA. would be. Then, man. <laughs> Jeez, they've, been, they've been here. Okay. What? So, what? Do you know what this place was before? I think it was a real estate office. Um, I mean, there was there was a drop ceiling on that half. This wall wasn't there yet. Um, the the brewery wall with the windows wasn't there. Um, we had to finish out this wall. Uh, obviously, the bar wasn't here. The biggest problem we had was that pole. We were like, "How do you deal with a pole in the middle of a room?" Yeah, uh, uh, and the architect was a genius. Like, it's perfect. It works. The, the bar is connected pole. to it. Yeah, yeah. This is good. Um, uh. And also, like the thing that I love most about this tap room is this bar and how complete strangers wind up being friends when they leave. Because sure. you're you're forced to engage. I mean, it's a small place and... It's not like a big long bar where you could get away with like, you know, you can sit on your phone. And there's times where I've been at a bar by myself because I'm lonely. No, I'm joking. If I was waiting for somebody and like, it's easy to just pull out your phone and just sit there. But here it would almost be like a little awkward. Like, Dan, even though I know you and I don't like you, but if say we didn't know each other, and we sat here, and I, I sat down here, and, and you were there. I would most likely, because of how it would be awkward for me not to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's it's it is a nice like social kind of making of a social situation. All you have to do is bring up Star Wars, and people are talking for three hours. Oh like, shit! This it's is like my bar. everybody like everybody starts debating and like talk. We had a whole thing about like if we were going to cast a female Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. like who would that be? Oh, um, good question. I was a big fan of Scarlett Johansson. I think she would do a great oh, job as Indiana Jones. I can see that. Um, it's time for Harrison Ford to wrap it up, though. Yeah, yeah, that guy's old. It's time to, yeah. I mean, they de-aged. Like, it looks like he's going to be de-aged for like 90% of the new film. And why do we need a new Indiana Jones film? Stop de-aging people and stop making Indiana Jones films. There I'm with go. you. Just watch the old I, ones. I think Chuck and I are becoming best yeah, friends. Dan, you've been replaced. <laughs> that was a quick jump from Star Wars to Indiana Jones. To... <laughs> oh, you I'm, know. I'm Team Star Trek. <laughs> There it is. I, I, I just watched all, I the, all the Star Trek, Trek movies. <laughs> that was great. So, like, uh, my, my one Star Trek story, of the one day, like, I couldn't... So, I used to do marketing for Fishman's that was up in Jeff Park. Yeah. It was a bar. And 
uh, I had helped them market an event and I had to be out of town for it and uh, Will Wheaton showed up and was drinking at Fishman's. I was like, son of a bitch. The one, the time. one time I couldn't be there. And I'm not a huge Star, uh, Star Trek fan, but it would have been cool. To Will Wheaton fan, though. I'm a, I'm a huge Stand By Me fan. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, that's, that's one of those... I've seen that movie a hundred times. At least. Yeah, who hasn't? Yeah. Dan probably hasn't. Dan, how many times have you seen I've never seen it. See, there you go. Oh, oh, you should. He's 19 years old. We, you should. We were, uh, we were recording an episode. He's not really 19. He's no, definitely he's, 21. He's, he's, uh, he's, we definitely, <laughs> he's definitely in his 30s. We were recording an episode a couple of weeks ago, and we were running. Oh, it's during Halloween, and we were like, I had. Oh, yeah. I, have, I, right. I put a TV over my bar where we record, and I was starting to play all these Halloween movies. Don't play that yet. I haven't seen it. It was like Gremlins. And I was like, don't play this yet. I haven't seen that. I'm like, these are every fucking classic like horror movie. And he's like, it's on my list to watch. I'm like, you gotta get watching, man, because we're gonna start watching things things here. And yeah. It's also Christmas time. So like, yeah. it's movie time. Have you seen yeah. a Christmas story? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, J-Dubs, can you just hold off on the water? Just for a few <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we'll, I wanna, have to, we'll have to have you, by the way, one time you'll have to come by the, 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 the Multi-Hour studios. studios, which is in Jefferson Park. Is that in the cabin? Or <laughs> oh, no, no. Tony, this is that, <laughs> we built the, we Tony just inviting people to Brandon's house. I do. That's what I do. I mean, but... I, Chuck, I feel like would would fit in I right there. I would absolutely love to sit at the out. bar there, man. We'll, we'll 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 have to brew something, and then you know we'll, we'll have to come by and, and hang out there. That sounds great. Um, I have a question about so what what are you looking at for by the time this comes out? It's January. This is January 2023. New Year's resolutions has been made. You obviously have distribution coming up. What else uh, are you looking forward to, like for the future? Of Howard Street here. Um, collecting a salary would be really cool. That'd be cool. Um, Good luck with that. <laughs> I heard that's no, a fun thing to wish no, for every uh, year. <laughs> um, oh, no, I think I am so excited to see what we do and where we go. I mean, I, I don't know. You can you can stare at numbers and you can write your business plans and you can do all the things, but like until you're out in the field implementing what you're doing, um, you know, it's it's. You just don't know. So I think I'm just super excited. We got this place running, right? Like this has been running for six months. It runs really well. The beers are coming out great. Super excited about that. I think the next six months are really going to be about understanding how to be a self-distributor. Sure. Like figure that out. So I'm just staring at it. He's putting candles into those jars. I was looking at those jars. I'm like, what are those jars for? Putting <laughs> yes. candles out. Oh, and, and now I'm like, and they're being what are those candles? Because I'm sure my wife would want not, those. Oh, <laughs> chargeable this candles. place is cool. Uh, Wait until he turns them on. That's the best part. Does he snap and then they all turn on? Ah, oh, it's a button. Oh, oh, oh wait. Oh, and they flicker. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is the first time we've done a podcast over candlelight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I see, so looking around, I see you guys do open mic night, board game night, trivia night, and that you have a membership program. Yes. Is, uh, cool. So what, like, what's the membership program involved? Is there anything like, that you guys so do it's here? Su- yeah, it's super easy, right? Like you, can, you can get six to 24 growlers um, depending on the tier. So there's the cellarer, the brewer, the brewmaster, and the quality controller. Um, and each one has varied discounts and, uh, you know, we don't, we're not like, you have to get one growler, like we're not sticking to any sort of rule. We ask that nobody just gets six growlers out the gate, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I am here for my six growlers. Yeah, like, uh, no. Spread um, it out. Spread but it everybody's out. been really cool. I think we're almost at 10 members now, you know, and we're building a brand and we're, we're slowly building it up. But every, every day somebody signs up, it's a huge win for us. That's really cool to hear that, like, you specifically said, like, you're up to 10 people. Like, it's nice to know 
like how in touch you are with like everything that's going on here. Like you said, like you can't be here all the time, but you still know that. Like you guys are obviously very very new, and it's 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 fun. There's been a couple of breweries that we've had the opportunity to come to, like as they've been newer. Uh, so it's been it's been fun hanging out and talking to you about this and i really like this spot man the beers are good uh the curmudgeonly carl vienna is a winner for nice me. i love it really thank you good, so much really good vienna beer and i did enjoy the saison nice i'm still not sold on saisons but it was delicious nice uh, dan's gonna have to help me get back into liking saisons there's a so spice scratch is probably not going to be on your list of like favorite breweries to go to probably not yeah it's, probably it's on not. my list i've never been there i've been down there so my wife's family is from down there and uh they took me there uh, last summer. It's a it's awesome. Where? I want to go. So it, it's in like Ava, Illinois, which is like southern Illinois. What's that? Oh, Murfreesboro? Scratch. Yeah. 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 The only reason I know about Scratch Brewing is uh, Michael from Hopleaf like loves the hell out of them. And yeah. so much so that him and his wife drive down there to pick up their kegs so they can tap it at the bar. Wow. And like he's posted pictures and I'm like, that looks like just such a chill spot that like very right. rustic I'll and go, it's like, in the middle of the woods. Like yeah. it's literally what? just in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And it's this this like the tap room's almost like a cabin and you know their brew house. Next time is, we go camping. Awesome. Well they go down there. They forage Dine. for a lot of their ingredients. Yeah. They harvest forage. everything from the yeah. land. Right. Who forages like, anymore. Dan, yeah. why aren't you working on that I, as an episode? I need well, I need to get down there. So I I actually got to see them speak and try a bunch of their beers because they did this like Stein series where they brew things in like a kettle but then they throw like hot stones in mm. oh so yeah, like, yeah 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 so like as a it's style like a, it's of like room. an old like i think norwegian something like that like like it's, I, I got to do like, it was at the beer yeah. temple but it was like it was so good because it kind of s- caramelizes the sugars a yeah. little bit oh yeah, yeah it's, but i've seen like what like uh the people do with like box rods. and stuff and yeah. they'll take the rods yeah, yeah yeah what i was gonna say is how far i don't know if you said it already how far is that place from springfield oh so i because you go down to Springfield. Oh, it's 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 a good little ways. Yeah, I mean, it's like how many sure. hours from here? But he goes to it's like five and a half to six. But he goes yeah. to Springfield pretty regularly. So my question was like, hey, take a little extra trip. A little extra trip from Springfield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have family who live in Southern Illinois. That's about six hours away. So yeah. I, I mean, probably go there. They, so, yeah, I mean, it's on the list of like, yeah. All right, know. we'll do that. It's, we'll that place is incredible. They're we'll making. Let, we'll they're, let you know. When they're we making go. cool beer. I'll go down. There. <laughs> they do you like bread. bread. Don't they do like bread? bread? You don't have free time. Don't they? <laughs> oh, right. Work, <laughs> shit. You can work from the car. You can work from the car. I'm supposed to go for Christmas, and I haven't figured out how to do that yet. So. <laughs> well, Chuck, thanks a lot, man, for inviting us uh, here. This is awesome, uh, and everybody uh, in, especially in the Chicagoland area and surrounding. Come over here to Howard Street. It's awesome. Nice little place. Good beers. Wait, real quick, Dan. What beers did you end up? Dan ended up getting a oh. fucking whole uh, flight here because he's not driving. Lucky him. <laughs> so I uh, yeah, they do flights. I did. So originally I did the alt beer and then I did the ESB, the Vienna, the Saison, and the Belgian Strong. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I mean, it's not saying one's better than the other, but yeah, you yeah, personally yeah. No, have a favorite. I'm, He's sipping everything at once, not giving a chance to his palate. I think to the Saison is my favorite on that on that list. Yeah, the Saison is like a good like yeasty Saison. I'm still thinking like the alt beer might be my nice. favorite of the nice. bunch. Cool. And I really like the Vienna. Like Tony's said. really good. Nice. Vienna is awesome. And nice. I, I said this off mic, but I, I throw it up there with Dovetail's Vienna Lager, which is 
fucking delicious. Yeah, I mean, super good, and I love the color on it. Yeah, like that. It's, it's like, that. That's that's just. I mean, being a lager is what made me realize that I like lagers because not all lagers have to be light and crisp and fruity. Right. It's fantastic. Right. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, you know, we're gonna. We'll probably come harass you and maybe come brew a malting hour beer with you, man. That I think be, that would be amazing. We'll be get set up and get it done. We'll do it. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to say? No, uh, but I do want to ask uh, if you can throw out where people can find you. So the address and oh hours. yeah, so we Brandon's are really good at that. I'm, nice. all, I'm like, go find him, guys. <laughs> Howard Street. We're out. Good here. luck. There's an internet. <laughs> Google. Uh, Go down Howard <laughs> a half a mile before you hit the lake. If, oh, you, hit, if you hit the lake, you've gone, gone too, too far. far. <laughs> I forget that this show is supposed to like you know supplement like just having to Google something. Like we'll give you all the information here. Uh, so you can follow us on the socials at um, Howard Street Brewing. So whether that be Instagram or Facebook, we're on there as Howard Street Brewing. We are located at 1617 West Howard Street, which is just like two blocks east of the red line. You can uh, take the train here, everybody. Red line. We're right off the red off line. the yellow line. Um, yeah, and our website is howardstreetbrewing.com. And we have all of our updated beers are, are on that website. Any events that we have coming up and all that stuff. Awesome. Well, we look forward to uh, drinking more of your beer. And uh, continued success to you. Uh, this is awesome. And you're a, a, a nice addition to what is already a thriving Chicago uh, beer scene. And we wish nothing but the best for you, ma'am. Nice. We look forward to you helping us build that malting hour cabin. I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Brandon, love you, man. Love you too, bud. Dan, you fucking lush. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> this has been the Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.